0: Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I review a comic book, new or old, from my collection and rate it on the factors of the cover art, interior art, plot, and enjoyability of the book on a scale of 1 to 5. And then I tell you to get it or shred it. For the free video version of the podcast, Head on over to patreon.com slash This week, I'm reading Strange Academy, number one, published in 2020 by Marvel Comics. As usual, a little bit of background information. So, Strange Academy, it's kind of like a mixture between Harry Potter and the Marvel Universe, I guess, specifically the mystic version of the Marvel Universe. So um, this book has been hot. I have here the fourth printing of the book. First printing's already like $50. People loved it. They loved the diverse cast of characters, all of the new characters coming out. Who knows who will break out? Plus a classic classic character in Doctor Strange is here too. So my shops were totally sold out. I never got a chance to get issue number one, but at the shop they had fourth printing. So I got uh, to pick up a fourth printing of this. And on eBay, I ordered a second printing. That one's still vaguely affordable. Uh, Maybe I'll find an issue number one somewhere in the back issue bins. Yeah, right, they're all sold out. So yeah, this has been a very popular series. Um, We've had multiple printings on issues one and two and three and so forth. As of this video, I believe we're on issue number five. So it'll be good to go back to issue number one to talk about what the series is about and what the hubbub is about. All right, let's start with the cover. The cover is a really fun, frenetic... Over the top, cramped cover by Umberto Ramos. Uh, he's also the regular artist of the series. So this is the regular cover, fourth printing. There's, of course, many variant covers, especially of the first printing. This is the fourth printing. So I like it. It's it's really cool. It really shows off all of the brand new characters that are coming out. There's Desi. There's Emily. There's the Frost Giant. There's uh, Doctor Strange, etc. So. It's, it's um, a lot of action going on. <laughs> there's the uh, Weird World guy getting choked uh, by tentacles. Watch out for those. So it's a cool cover. I'll give it a five out of five. I love the colorization of it. I love Ramos's style. It's sort of like this really mannered cartoony style. Not really manga style, it's the Umberto Ramos style. And the colorization is great. There's like uh, luminous wings, and then there's great specular highlights, and the shadows of the tentacles. Desi looks really cool throughout the the whole comic, you know, with her face partially hidden, and all of the magical energy and so forth. So it's a great cover. Five out of five. I love it. Interior art is more of the same. Umberto Ramos does the interior art. It's vaguely, in this iteration, Chris Bacchalo-esque style. Uh, Bacchalo's style, though, is a little bit even more mannered, however. But the uh, interior art is also really good. The expressions are excellent. The various characters look unique. Zelma makes a return. And she looks like Bachalo's style. Um, so that's, that's a good uh, reminiscent interpretation. This is a, there's a lot of great colors because this is a magical world with a lot of purples and blue colors and everything. And there's a great shot of the New Orleans mansion where this takes place at. It's just a great splash page, two full pages, and we see that this magical mansion in the middle of New Orleans is hidden among the foliage, which looks beautiful, with a lot of detail, to the leaves and trees and everything, plus the magic purple colors and such. So interior art is also really good. The logo is, is, is cool as well, which is actually Jared Fletcher who did the logo. We've got the Doctor Strange, the word strange, in sort of a Doctor Strange type of font, and then we've got like a stenciled graffiti sort of style for the word Academy. So overall, again, interior art, because it's as good as the cover, I'll give it a 5 out of 5 as well. There's a variety of panel layouts. There's some, a few shots. There's a few pages where the, there's small panels to really get you to focus on, like, a two-shot of people. Then there's other panels where, like, we have the Frost Giant. Uh, they're, they're really big on the panel, taking up everything. Um, close-ups of the characters behind shots. Um, full busts of the characters and so forth. Cool sound effects. There's a lot of great sound effects. We have fwa in one place. And then we have wash in another spot. Loki makes an appearance. Many mystical characters. Da- Daniel Hellstrom, Damien Hellstrom is here as well. Yeah, it's a huge cast of characters. Ramos is going to have a big challenge to just draw so many characters over and over and over consistently. Five out of five interior art. Plot. The plot is very good in that, okay, let's introduce this world. We have a little bit of writing in a letter. The main character, Emily Bright, is sending a letter to Doctor Strange saying, My name is Emily and I'm a magician. Or a sorceress or a sorcerer. Maybe I'm a witch or a mage. I'm not actually too sure what the official title is or if there's even one. I just know that for as long as I can remember, I've been able to use magic. So we have this main character that from birth she was magical. And as she's growing up, she's discovering her powers. Well, she wants to reach out to Doctor Strange about, can I learn to use my powers properly? At one point, she apparently resurrects her dead dog. Um, but then that causes, just like on Full Metal Alchemist, equivalent exchange where, um, you know, a tree entity comes to life to, to try to wreck her. So Zelma Stanton jumps in, to save the day and then say, yes, you must come to uh, Strange Academy to learn how to use your powers for good. At first, the parents are are not quite on board on that, but they they get convinced pretty easily. So then the rest of the story is about meeting the brand new characters at Strange Academy. So it does a good job of setting up all of the variety of characters, and there's many new characters so, again, there's Despair, a.k.a. Desi. There's various Guardians, Frost Giants, Denizens of the Weird World, Fairies, and so forth. And we get to meet them all, find out a little bit about them, and as the series goes on, we, we know more about them. So, it's a very jam-packed issue where we get a lot going on very quickly. None of that compression that we often see in uh, modern comics where they stretch things out for several pages. One sigh takes up three pages. No, th- this is like it goes off and running very quickly. A lot is is uh, shown to us very quickly within the series, within these pages. No no amount of like dilly-dallying. So you get a lot of for your bang for your buck. The plot's a five out of five as well. Enjoyability, um, hmm. what am I gonna say about the enjoyability? Um, I'm gonna give it a four out of five because I thought the art was enjoyable. The characters are cool and interesting. But I think the uniqueness of it, it's not that unique. Again, like I said earlier, it's Harry Potter in the Marvel Universe, the, the mystical Marvel Universe. So it's an interesting mashup that way. It kind of also reminded me of that uh, 90s comic Generation X, speaking of Chris Pachalo, where a variety of diverse young students coming to learn how to use their mutant powers for good. This is the same idea 20 years later, but you know, for the new generation, it's totally brand new, of course, um, which is fine. So for me, that I've been reading comics for decades, okay, didn't seem extremely new. You know, young people, a group of diverse young people coming together to learn about their powers for the greater good. That was done back in Generation X. That was done in Harry Potter, and it's been done in other things. So four out of five, still pretty good. Um, grade for that, for the enjoyability of it. But that's what I'm gonna say about this book. Yeah, I enjoyed it pretty well. So should you get it or shred it? Definitely get it. Uh, you're probably gonna end up with a fourth printing or later, who knows how far this goes. Who knows if this goes to Ms. Marvel territory, seven printings, which is uh, actually pretty valuable. Um, But if you're able to get the digital version or some printing of it or whatever, yeah, get this book. It's fun. It's interesting. It's well-drawn. There's a lot of potential where this can go. There's many new characters introduced. Who knows who will be the breakout ones? And again, apparently the market has spoken. First printing, first issue is big bucks. First printing, second issue as well. And who knows how future issues will be. There's many characters to then root for and enjoy and follow. Are you on team Doyle Dormammu? Team Desi, tell me about it in the comments. So definitely get it. So now I'd like to hear your thoughts. What do you think about this brand new issue number one? Are you on board? Did you miss the boat? Did you get a subsequent printing? Will you get the trade paper back or get it in digital? Tell me all about it in the comments. Don't forget to check out the video version of the podcast over on patreon.com slash That's for free. You can see that for free. Consider pledging at $1 and up for exclusive stuff. At the $2 range, I'll actually mail you some comics in appreciation. Or just click follow, which is totally for free. You'll be alerted to everything that I do. I'll be back next week to talk about more comics, new or old from my collection. But as for this week, I read Strange Academy number one, fourth printing, published in 2020 by Marvel Comics. This has been the weekly VM Compass Comic Book Club, and I'll see you next week.